0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the NBA Top Shot weekly tip-off show brought to you by OTMNFT.com. My name is TJ Lasik. I'm one of the co-founders here at Own the Moment, and this is episode 29 of the podcast. This is the show where we give you all the news and information you need to kick off your week in NBA Top Shot. As always, I am joined by my co-founder. This is the man that has been living it up in Miami all weekend long, coming to you live from his car, which is a new one through Justin Herzig. Justin, the underdog man himself, how are you doing on this Monday evening?
1: It's going well. We are braving the elements. If the sunset behind me gets in the way, my apologies. Uh, If the sound's not that great, if the connection's not the best, we're just going to work with what we got.
0: Yes. Hey, we got to do what we got to do. Justin may be in and out a bit, technically speaking. This sound seemed okay when we were testing it before the show, but his video may go in and out, but that's okay. And we also are coming to you guys a little bit earlier tonight because Justin has some things going on later this evening, but we are super excited to have our special guest with us today. We have a man who has been grinding his morning marketplace show over on the team hold NBA top shot channel. So notice that you guys did a a little rebranding there over the weekend. The man who is a, a loyal pj washington fan and i'm already seeing it in the chat but he's desperately looking for a coffee sponsor so if anyone out there has a coffee company or would like to sponsor this man's morning shows we have mike zakarian mike how we doing uh, great thank you guys for having me on first of all i'm cutting up
2: this little intro right here and that is going to be like my intro for every show from here on out it was like the right level of energy it was positive someone else building me up instead of myself
0: it was fantastic <laughs> Oh yeah, no, pumped, uh, pumped to have you on. For those that, that didn't see, I, I went on with Mike, what was it, Tuesday morning last week? It, it feels, it feels yeah. like it was like a month ago, but it was it was less than a week ago. So chatted it up with Mike. Uh, he, he does a, a great job every morning on his show, runs through the NBA games from the nights before. I think it's a, a great mix of information, entertainment. I, I, I always keep up on it every day. So shout out to you, Mike. And you're, you're grinded, man, every single day. Dude,
2: I, uh, talk about biting off more than you can chew, like right off the bat. It's like, oh, you know how to make yourself different? Let's just do it every day. Uh, and so from that aspect, it's good. But I mean, I like today had to be a 7 a.m. show and that I don't know why I would ever agree to do that. So, um, yeah, but no, it's it's been so much fun and it helps justify like the amount of basketball I'm consuming. So it all whatever makes it OK, you know
1: and it's not only just every morning but it's like live every day so it's not even like uh oh, okay so i've got this thing so maybe i'll record late the night before and am get yeah. post it the next day like it's being there engaged with the audience and you've got like a strong following like i don't know what the like i'm curious are the majority of these people like is it while they're working is it while they're just kind of like eating their cereal they put you on like What's the kind of modus the modus operandi of most of these kind of viewers?
2: You know, that's been the coolest aspect of the whole thing is I really expected this to be something that I recorded with or I was live for like 10 people and that people would watch it throughout the day on replay. That's kind of what I assumed it would be. And then what I found is that uh, people are almost using it as like morning sports radio almost. They're like, oh, this is how I'm going to catch up on basketball from the night before uh, because there was one day that I switched it up. I was like, I'm not going to talk about, like, I'm not going to go over box scores. Essentially. I wanted to talk more strategy and people were like, Hey, this is really good. But like, also I need to know what happened in the game <laughs> last night. Um, so it's been a lot of that, but also like the international crowd has been wild. Like there's, uh, we've got some, uh, like an Aussie contingency. We've got some in the Philippines, a lot of UK fans. Uh, so it's been, it's been pretty cool. It's been pretty cool
1: love that because I mean yeah without a doubt like the majority of the shows at least you know North America based they're at the you know what 7 to 10 o'clock time period and uh, unfortunately that kind of removes the Europe and a lot of the you know Asia Australia area from getting to watch these so mm. fantastic that they get kind of that access to yours and then without a doubt I mean I think It'll be great when it's a little, you know, little less effort even than it is now to pull up and watch it YouTube because if you close it down or whatever. But like if you can just be in your car and just like hit one button and it's there for you. I know. That's awesome.
2: It's, yeah, it's, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's been super rewarding. And uh, TJ and I have talked about this like quite a bit too. The Just like the positive energy from this community has been so cool and definitely not something I expect both like from a DFS background and a comedy background. I'm not used to. I'm not used to just a group of strangers being like, yeah, this dude's awesome. <laughs> so it, it's been really cool to see the
1: positive vibes. Which which one of those roles, like which community gives you more shit? The DFS or like the comedian group? Like, I mean, the fans of them, the hecklers and what side?
2: Yeah, it's definitely comedy. I think it's comedy because I can't avoid that. Where in the DFS side of things, like you can just kind of mute, right? Like you can mute a channel. You can like disable comments. There's ways to get out of it. Comedy, you're just, you're staring at it. You're staring at it. You have to make eye contact uh although it's led to what i've learned my experience doing that has allowed me to have a lot of fun with the chat when because i'm sure you guys see it every time you go live if you go live for more than 30 minutes somebody comes in and is like oh wow we're doing nfts really guys like that's what we're doing And it's like, dude, you went you went out of your way to watch this. It's thirty minutes in, then the comment. Like, what are we doing? Um, but it's been fun. It's been fun. Oh,
0: love it. Yeah, I can, can see you've got a uh, got some some Mike fans in the chat here. So <laughs> good. good good stuff there. <laughs> All right, we've got a, a great show planned for this evening, but we do want to start off with a a big announcement here from the the OTM team that maybe you guys saw on Twitter. But we would love to announce our partnership with underdog fantasy. So shout out to the team over at underdog. For those of you that don't know it, definitely go and check them out. Very kind of innovative take on fantasy sports. I would say it's a little bit of a mix between season long fantasy sports and daily fantasy sports where you can do weekly drafts, nightly drafts in NBA season long drafts when it comes to NFL, as they call best ball, and they're running a promotion for draft weekend here that expires tomorrow. So deposit with promo code OTM. We're making a a joke with our friends over at Club Top Shot. You know why? Why use a four letter code in Pete or Jack when you can use simply three in OTM? So uh, use that code between now and tomorrow, make a deposit and you will get $25 and that is enough to get you into their best ball mania tournament where you have a chance to win $1 million. He didn't quite win a million, but our very own Justin Herzig is the defending champ of the underdog championship. So Justin, why don't you speak to the people a little bit about underdog and why you are pumped to have this partnership with them?
1: Yeah, and they've been giving me crap. So for those who don't know, like the way I'm in the car right now is because the uh, underdog of Palooza, which is their big kickoff to the summer for best ball, uh, has been taking place in the building right over here where they've had uh, you know, run-through guests of Adam Schefter and Matt Berry, uh, a lot of other names that are far more prestigious than uh, you know when I was on the show. Um, and uh, it was just fun kind of just doing some best ball drafts. And obviously they were giving me a lot of crap for uh, – My prize last year getting first is less than second place this year. So uh, I apparently peaked too early. Uh, Should have won the first prize this year, which is a million and one dollar. But there's still a chance. So we'll see. Um, But overall, yeah, no, I just absolutely love the team behind it. I love the app. I I personally call it the toilet app. And I mean that with love because it's not a description of the app. But I think the majority of people who use it are basically on the toilet because that's how easy the daily fantasy side of it is. It's not like the DraftKings fan duel where you're going against people who are using algorithms and all these you know, hardcore projections and stuff. This is more of just like it's, hey, your draft might take a couple minutes. You just pick a couple guys. Obviously, it's best ball. It's a little longer, and you're predicting for the whole season. Uh, and then there's the pick em stuff where it's just, hey, you pick a couple players, and you think that they're going to do worse or better than that, and you're going to get parlays there. Uh, but overall, it's one of those things where like it's just a very fun, great team I have personally been obviously very profitable on it. And I think for the most part, anyone who takes a strategic mindset to it should be able to be profitable as well. Because I think the majority of the clientele who are doing it are doing it more for the entertainment aspect rather than actually, you know, spending a couple, maybe spend those extra 10, 15 minutes doing some prep. Take a look at what Bachman posted in the, you know, Discord uh, on some strategy aspects for like the NBA best ball to make sure that you're really making, you're, you're getting that edge. And uh, that's kind of why we love the underdog team. And uh, we'll continue to keep a strong partnership with them.
0: Yep. And as you can see on the screen here, and maybe you saw it on Twitter, but we are going to be on uh, courtesy of the underdog team doing a LeBron giveaway for anyone that retweets the tweet, signs up with the OTM promo code and reply with that screenshot. So shout out to underdog. And we're looking forward to, to this partnership. And
1: if you, Uh-oh. and if you used OTM code before we put this up, all you then need to do is retweet and you're good. Uh, but we want to make sure that, you know, it was anyone who used the OTM code. So as long as you previously did it, now just go ahead and retweet it and you'll, we'll include you in the uh, uh, giveaway for that LeBron slash 15K, which I think is around $500 right now.
0: Awesome. 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 All righty. Let's dive into the show here. So wanted to, I think there, there's a lot to cover actually, this week. I mean, definitely wanted to start off with the fact that things are trending in the right direction for what feels like the first time in a long time and and trending consistently in the right direction. I would say for the past week or so, account valuations heading in the green. Can see a screenshot here of some of the sets that are up upwards of 20, 30% over the last seven days. We also had the big news on the trading tickets and we of course had the hustle and show pack drop today. So, I mean, I guess, Mike, I'll just get your take first on on kind of the state of the market and how things are trending here. Also, yeah. Justin, when you're not talking, could you maybe go on mute? Because I think we're getting some feedback from your line. Yeah, I can try that. Thanks.
2: Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been cool to see it, see it going up. I've been, uh, you know, monitoring series one more so than anything else. And to, you know, trying to like nail the floor and figure out when, when we were going to start to trend up. And I want to shout out Sawyer, who's someone in the team hold community, but to was like scouting Julius Randall's moment for like the longest time. And he he was the one that like kind of pegged it. And we started watching that one go back up. So it is we're seeing, I don't know, light at the end of the tunnel, maybe. I'm, I'm, I think now I'm just I, I'm just enjoying the ride without. Bringing the uh, hope and excitement behind it. Now I'm just like this is we're trending in the right direction, but I'm not going to lose my damn mind. I'm not going to uh, hit tambourines or anything. I'm just going to be like this is this is great. I'm still not going to refresh my uh, my account valuation regularly. I, I think I'm, I'm past it now. We're just going to enjoy it. <laughs> but but yeah, it's been nice seeing the especially the series one. Cause I, I was starting to get a little nervous as that, that like took a full on bath for a couple of weeks. And I was like, Ooh, that was, I put a lot of my, a lot of my words on that. So, uh, it's nice to see that turning around a little bit.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And Justin, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this front as well, but I, I'm with you, Mike, like the days of feverishly checking the account valuation. I feel like I, I just became numb to that recently and completely agree just kind of along for the ride now yeah for better or for worse i assume that we're going to see plenty of both ups and downs over the coming weeks months years and we can't get spoiled by the the two-week period where things were just rocketing and now i think we have a more realistic outlook in general
1: yeah and i think overall what i'm most excited for is what we've touched on is like now we can get to like the value that mike brings now we can get to that aspect where like hey some players their values actually will increase and some probably will decrease and maybe it's actually their performance on the court that'll justify that and they'll actually like impact that now we get to a place where it's not just a hey we saw the crazy bull market we saw the gradual bear market now we've been a bit more stagnant with a little optimism around some stuff the s ones across the board were pretty much up anywhere between 15 and 50 percent over the past week which is fantastic to see um and then i think elsewhere it's kind of now we're getting to that kind of like hey use the content use the strategy use the discussions that you get to make you know to improve your strategy in this opportunity and uh still want to go back to and say like you know all throughout people always in february march and april were saying i wish i got in january i wish i got at those prices we are still very close to those prices, and now we're actually seeing some positive momentum. So I'm not telling you that it's going to only go up or that it's going to you know, that it's not going to go down anymore, but if you were waiting for that time period where you say, I'm just waiting for it to stop going down, these are some strong signs that we may have... I think we can honestly say we've broken through that just gradual decline. It still yeah. may go down going forward, but as of now, it's no longer just that clear decline. We've reached a bit of a first plateau and now incline, and we'll see where we go from here.
2: Yeah, you bring up a great point too, because one of the reasons I wanted to start doing that morning show is I was like, oh, I'm so curious how the performance from the night before is going to impact the market, assuming that it was going to be super reactionary. And truly, up until like this week or Maybe last week, whenever Kevin Porter Jr. put up 50, that was like the first time I saw uh, an immediate spike on on someone's performance. And then you saw it with Tatum after he dropped 60, and I was like, okay, maybe maybe they're we're getting there now. We're getting there where like people are like, oh wow, I saw I saw a few more of his highlights. Someone had a sick dunk, so now we're gonna see we're gonna see some movement on it. So I, I hope
0: that's the case. I would <laughs> it would make my time worth it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And, th- and that's the way it should be, right? Like based on player performance, based on what's actually happening in the NBA. We'd seen glimpses of it throughout the season, like, you know, around the All-Star game was one example. I know that we saw a direct impact on the market when whether people were announced as All-Stars reserves or not announced as All-Star reserves, but I think it would get be really cool if it's just based on performance. And then that way you can kind of, you know, you get closer to that player stock market kind of vibe where it's like, hey, if I'm bullish on, This person as a basketball player, then their top shot momentum should reflect them as a player and whether or not they're improving, gaining in popularity. Right. And
2: and then I feel more comfortable like taking an L on something when it was like, oh, I was just wrong on this player like this. I thought this player was going to pop and he's not popping and I'm just wrong. And that that feel for me, just like as a collector, as someone investing like that feels I'm okay being wrong when I can like see why I'm wrong versus just being like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Like I in, <laughs> I bought this guy's moment. He's been playing great basketball for two weeks and yeah. his price is going down. Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. Right. It, it becomes a, a, a more true reflection. And I mean, so I think this leads to the the second piece that I'm sure has something to do with what we've seen in the market as well is this concept of the trading tickets that The Dapper team introduced to us on Friday. So, this was something that we were waiting for all week. We knew that they were going to announce their distribution plan for the series one moments. And so, for people that maybe aren't familiar, what this is is that there's still a a large group of moments from series one that were never actually distributed and are sitting in the Top Shot account. The reason for this is I don't need to get too far into it, but basically, it was if a, a player had a moment minted and then their next moment or their next series was minted before all of the series ones were distributed. Those never got released into packs. They have since been held by the Top Shot team. It's actually something that you can see on the OTM website. So if you check out pretty much any of the out of a thousand moments, like I know the, the Kawhi Leonard is one example and I can Pull it up here just so people are familiar with what we are talking about. So yeah, so here we go. We have an example right here. We have the Kawhi Leonard Series 1. And you can see only 24% of them are owned right now. Only 3% are in packs. And then you have 72% that are held by the Top Shot team. And so these new trading tickets is going to be the Top Shots team's method of getting these back into the marketplace. And essentially what it becomes is that you will have the ability to trade in any moment. So each moment basically can be exchanged directly for a ticket. You will then be able to exchange those tickets or put up those tickets to get into some sort of queue to then be eligible to receive some sort of special pack. That's pretty much all the details we have at the moment. We don't know how many trade tickets are going to be required, but what this really did was raise the floor across the board, right? Because now, a $5 moment is not just a $5 moment. It also has the utility of being able to be used as a trading ticket. So want to kick it to you guys and see your thoughts on this, your thoughts on the, the short-term impact that it may have had on the market and the, the longer-term view as well. Justin, we can kick to you first.
1: Yeah, so let's take it from a macro and a micro view. Starting with the macro, I think the most important thing here is that this shows that dapper labs is valuing scarcity and is valuing that they're you know the way they're going to release these moments is they're adding value to them there were concerns that maybe these are going to be released just by people who play the hardcore game and get to a certain level maybe these would be released by a showcase challenge or a drop or in normal common packs or whatever and if that's the case if we're making it easy to get these and not actually costing anything then when they hit the market, they're likely going to be sold at a lower amount. And it's just going kind to of, kind of lead to a negative snowball effect uh, with those S1s. Um, so I think from a macro, it's good to know that, hey, in this instance and more in general, Dapper is prioritizing, ensuring that there's, you know, value of scarcity value in how these kind of um, previous moments are being released. And because Dapper Labs has such a high, the Top Shot account has so many of these moments. Uh, there's more that you know, we understand their future decisions whether it's the ones that are going to be the Genesis, the uh, the one out of one, the one out of three, like we know that they're going to continue to preserve the market. So that's a good thing from a micro stance. Um, I still think that when these hit the market, those slash 1000s, I don't really want to own. Um, because when the, you know, A, we take it as there's still just somewhere between like a 20 and 80% of supply, depending on the slash 1000. And anytime that level of supply is still pumped in the market, it's going to bring down the prices just because you've got a flush of new people that are going to want to sell. Not everyone, but there's going to be a certain amount of the ones that want to sell. What do they do? They undercut, they put it low and that price goes down. Um, so overall, I'm still not in the business of one of these S 1000s. Um, so that's the first from the floor of the 35 Ks. Um, yep. I understand that people were buying up. I, you know, an, I think there's probably a stance that, you know, and there's unfortunately it's going to be favoring a lot of the bots who were just buying a whole bunch of these $1, $2 moments. And, you know, anytime it hits a floor and now they've got them um, and, you know, it, it is what it is. I don't love that aspect, but I personally am not going to say I'm going to go buy the floor because we've also heard that they're going to release these between pretty much a couple months in 2022, which also means that Series 3 is going to come into play. And Series 3 moments, may be out of 50K, maybe out of 100K. At the least, we know they're going to be 35k, and it's another series down the road. Those moments will be cheaper than whatever these 35k are. So if you're if you're collecting these 35k in hopes of getting all these moments tickets, it may come to fruition during the off season and give you a a short term kind of value. But I think the majority of these are going to be released during season three or series three, and there's going to be cheaper moments out there. So the ones collecting now, I think, are kind of playing a fool's gambit.
2: Yeah, I think that's pretty sharp, right? I think we're seeing like a temporary rise in the floor in those moments where that, especially because this is happening so far down the road, like you're going to see, you're going to see them, the floor come back down to four or $5, I think just with how many more moments they're planning on unloading. And I know there's a lot of chatter in our discord and I'm sure everywhere where, you know, everyone was trying to scoop these $5 moments because they're going to be seven soon. And I think like, I, I'm not the one to be like, that's not the the way to do it. Like i there's plenty of different ways to collect, but if you're, if you are doing that, I just, I hope you're scooping moments of like guys you like, like I know Dustin, who's one of the hosts, like he's like, I picked up a Caruso and a THT cause I'm a Lakers fan. And I scooped a couple of those, like, sure. Those are guys you like you. Those are guys you want to own. But I think if you're just like blindly anything, that's $5 scooping now, I mean, you might not lose money. It might just come back down to five, but then you're just kind of holding a bunch of stuff that you're not super excited about when you could get it later. So and it all depends, but yeah, I, I was of that mindset too, where my initial reaction was like, well, I gotta, I gotta get out there and get some stuff. And then after like two failed purchases, I was like, okay, hold on. Let's anytime I've reacted immediately after getting news, I've been wrong. So I like, let's just, let's not overpay for a cool cat. Let's hang out for a second and see what happens. So I'm with you. I, I mean, I'm excited that they're introducing another like I'm excited they're introducing this ticket thing only because you know they're still I think it's important that they're still you know testing things out and trying to be innovative with how the system works that we're not like locked into this is how we do it forever right because they're just going to continue to grow and evolve at a fast rate so you know and if this you know they roll this out for series 1 and it doesn't work out the way that they wanted it to it's not like you got to do trading tickets from here on out but then if it if it is successful you now have this tool to use it for Further things, I don't know what that would be, but for further things, so yeah, I'm overall pro on it. Yeah,
1: and I mean, it introduces the idea that right now they're doing recycling, but maybe they do burn in the future. And obviously, mm-hmm. there's opportunities there with the challenge aspect or other pack releases and such. But 100% agree, innovation is with that. Innovation is probably one of like the key focus areas and kind of mantras for Dapper Labs from what we've seen. All the way up from the top with Roham and some of the tweets we've mentioned in the past of the mm. drones QR code or the way that they're talking about merch and stuff. Like innovation is at the forefront and agree with you hundred percent. Great to see this as just another innovative step in the right direction. Totally, totally.
0: Yeah, the creativity of the idea is awesome for sure. I mean, like it's definitely outside the box thinking, and it it's I think it, it'll just help with the floor no matter what. But I, I, I agree your take, Justin, and something that I talked about in the weekly recap pod, the solo pod that I did on Friday, is the idea of that, you know, this is is a plan that they laid out to execute by November 2022. It's literally more of like a 12 to 18 month plan than anything else. So like Mike said, gut reacting and scooping a bunch of moments that you're not actually passionate about or don't actually have any kind of personal affinity for, I think is not the smartest thing. And like, yeah. I know, I also, like, I, I did some floor scooping back, you know, back in the crazy days. And then one of the, the parts you don't think about there is just like off trying to offload them after the fact is not easy. And like, I'm too lazy to just be like selling all these $6 mo- like, it's a lot of work. Justin yeah. knows. Justin had <laughs> 80 Dwight Howards that were included in the cool cats challenge and had to, you know, it's basically a full-time job trying to get rid of 80 of anything.
2: Yeah. You need, that's an intern. You need an intern at that point for 80 Dwight Howard. that's too many.
0: (laughs) But, but having said that, so that's my like take against the buy in bulk. But I do think like we get the question a lot of, Hey, I I don't have thousands and thousands of dollars to put in this. I have a small bankroll. I think, you know, finding little opportunities like this of like, Hey, I'm going to buy, you know, five $5 moments and try to flip them all for $8. And that's how I'm like slowly building up a bankroll. I think I think that's a perfect use case for this kind of thing. And also similar to something that I've been saying about the challenges of look for those opportunities where there's kind of short-term volatility and take advantage of those. It's just, it's difficult to do it in bulk and yeah. overwhelming to do it in bulk. But the, for small, one, small one other players, fun, I think it's legit.
2: Sorry. One other fun thing that was like, happening in our Discord with this too, is that they were... Uh, the I think it's in our challenges Discord, which should really be renamed as like tinfoil Discord because there's just like wild speculation. And but what they were doing, they're like, hey, there's a lot of these floor moments that are also game winners, and we think that's going to be a challenge soon. So if I'm scooping any of these floor, I'm scooping the ones that might be in a challenge. And like I, this is my favorite thing about Top Shot. Like my brain would never go there. Like that's just not where I go, uh, because I'm coming from a basketball sense, and I'm like, I like Julius Randle. I'm getting Julius Randle. Like that's what I. Dude, but I love that whole aspect of it where it's just like, a, it's like, there's so many different ways to attack it. Um, and like, if they are right, if they nail one with the challenge and they scooped a bunch up at five and now are flipping them for 35 or 40, whatever, like, hell yeah. But just be prepared to take an out too. And, that, and say that
0: Al Horford style, right? Justin, <laughs> Justin bought a bunch of Al Horfords on one of the theories and,
1: <laughs> He's gonna just
0: hold them for life now, I think, unless he gets that intern that we're talking about.
1: <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. But hey, the the hope is that when you win, you win bigger than you lose. It's like DFS, right. right? You know? That's right. So yeah, I think that I think that just about covers it on the trading tickets, unless you guys have a closing thought on the subject. Good. Yeah. Excited for it. All right. Well then let's move on to the News of today, which was the hustle and show pack drop. So I don't know about you guys, but I got myself a hustle and show pack. So I was 75,000th in line. Did you guys... I know Justin did not get one. Did you get one, Mike?
2: No, I think I I ended up being like 5,000 off. So... That's uh, I love, love the email notification. I've never been happier about an innovative move by Dapper <laughs> to include the email. notification. I knew I was going to be close. So I'm like, let's fire that in
0: there. I'll check back in, in three hours
2: yeah. uh, <laughs> and just miss, just miss.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we had 140,000 packs that were distributed. There are eight hustle and show moments as a part of this was just checking out. So the marketplace has, I think it's officially fully open now. Says heavy traffic. I think they're on like a thirty-minute cooldown right now, but we can see. Oh, geez, these are these are so the undercutting has begun because when I looked at this before the show, things were between like twenty-five and thirty-five, and now we oh, can wow. see they're between twelve and twenty. But I, I haven't tried to purchase one. I imagine there's a lot of failed tra- transactions going on, but uh, a lot of lot of demand for Chris Chiosa,
2: You
0: know, <laughs> yeah, like not the yeah. One of my buddies was like. Oh like I got RJ Hampton, like what a waste. I was like, well, what were you really expecting from these eight <laughs> options? Like there's not there's not a ton to love here. No offense to these guys. I mean, no. I guess you Well
1: can. and how yeah. fantastic. Of all the challenge rewards, let's just use another Giannis. He doesn't have enough <laughs> moments on the site.
2: I know. I know. Anybody. Just give us anybody. Make Rudy the the reward. You know, you don't have to you don't have to go get Giannis. <laughs>
1: I don't think Giannis is like a hustle guy either, but uh, I mean, like he's an amazing athlete, but like not by their definition of like, you know, a a hustle scrappy, like that's what they're known for.
0: Yeah. Right. Like he's just known for being really good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I also like, do you think you need to play at least 12 minutes a game to qualify to be in a pack? Like I, like I, I, I played a ton of Chris in the bubble last year. I played a ton of them because they had four guys that the Nets were
1: playing. I, how many minutes a game is he playing this year? It's not a lot, right? No, it's not. I mean, like rookies are an exception. Obviously, you grow into it. But right. uh, hey, you know, you got to think about it this way as well. Uh, they are when they not negotiating is probably the wrong wrong word, but they're working with the NBA Players Association when they create these moments, and that includes players who aren't always the starters. And Very so. True. Not a horrible idea to throw him a little bone and say like, hey, let's get some of these other guys some moments as well.
2: That's true. That's the that's the more political answer,
0: Justin. That's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So here is what you guys are referring to. We have the Hustle and Show Challenge with Giannis as the reward. I was pretty intrigued today that –
2: because uh, i i honestly wasn't super locked in today during the drop but that it said drop 1 or of 1 or like it with the illusion that or alluding to the fact that we're going to see um quite a few more drops it seemed like on the on the
0: hustling show yeah i'm wondering if that, well, so this is the this is the common set that they basically said is coming after cool cats right so maybe it will be similar to the cool cats where we see a couple different drops yeah i guess we don't have the the confirmation on that, but just need more also speaking guys. of Giannis <laughs> rewards. Justin, do you have something to share with the people regarding a Giannis reward?
1: I don't know. Uh, we were in the waiting room for Streamyard right before we were about to put clicked, and I got a few different Discord messages all saying, uh, "Congrats on the fired moment, sweet cereal, great job." And uh, freaked out a little and uh, went and saw because the holo challenge ended today. And usually they end up minting that like, I don't know, like a half hour, 45 minutes afterwards. But because there was such the marketplace down during the drop, it took a while. And uh, out of 43, I believe, I ended up pulling number three. So I'm pretty happy about that. That's the 10th challenge challenge I've completed. First time I've gotten a top 10% cereal.
2: Nice.
0: That's a good pull.
1: Yeah. So happy, happy about that.
0: Yeah, it's a great pull. Like, I think I just saw his 11K low ask. Whew. That's nice. That's, that's fun. I could see. How come hey. you couldn't pull the number three in the challenge that I went in on you with? You Did know, you, you got to you go do one on your own. And well, then was, you pull the number three. It seems like it, was, it doesn't if seem it was cool. Chris Paul.
1: If it was Chris Paul, then I would have saved my three for that. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So there we have it. We have the, the hustle and show hustle and show challenge one is underway and I have a pack. I don't know if we're going to open it tonight or Wednesday, but on one of the two streams, we will open my hustle and show pack.
1: That's good. And TJ, I want to give a quick shout out because, uh, as part of this, I was kind of wavering on whether or not to complete the hollow challenge. Um, because I did like a few of the players there. I think in general, the hollow for the people who have the capital, that the hollow moments are uh, undervalued right now uh, from a long-term perspective, uh, but it kind of pushed it over the edge when two of the people in our Discord offered to allow me to uh, rent their uh, hollow moments for this challenge. So uh, much appreciated to the, both of those people who kind of sent over a Tatum and a Chris Paul.
0: That's the way to do it. Love that, love that. Just another example of this awesome community. Guys, like the stream. I haven't said that yet. Mike knows all about Mike. <laughs> you're very good at getting people to like your stream. Yeah, well, I I'm not as I, I need to get better at it. I'm. You got I'm, any tips?
2: Yeah, well, I'm filling an hour by myself. So anytime, anytime <laughs> I don't run know what now, what you're to say, you like, just like the stream. I just say like the stream, and I get hostile. I just yell at people. It's honestly bad for business, <laughs> <Yeah>. probably. <laughs> Like the stream or I will hit end stream yeah. right now. <laughs> I can't t- I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a comment of like, hey, can you like the stream? So he just shuts up about it.
1: <laughs> it works. That's a strategy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, t-
0: oh, t- t- wait, someone t- just t- gave t- a thumbs up thumbs down after I said that. Come on. Why are yeah. you watching Aww. if you're gonna thumbs down? We're we're 30 minutes in.
1: Now we gotta pass uh, all those haters. Now the one hater needs to be just drowned out by the, yeah. all the other thumbs ups.
0: We need like at least twenty likes per thumbs down. I mean, well, that's a bunch of baloney. I, I dare
2: think- the per. I dare the person that uh, said that put the thumbs down to put something in the chat. I'd love to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'd lo- I
1: think it was actually Producer Coop. So Producer Coop, <laughs> yep. down get others to give us a thumbs up. Then he'll change his over. Yeah. Smart. Oh, so we, got a, we got a third thumbs
0: down. Now, now we're just getting trolled. Come yeah. on, people. It'll change Maybe at the end of the stream. We'll remove it later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we talked through Hustle and Show. As always, we got to at least touch on the current challenges that are out there right now. So let me go ahead and pull those up because we have Cool Cat 6. That feels like Cool Cat 60. Is this for real? Or is this like a, interesting. Uh, We'll have to check on if that's a real dip in the price there, because that seems rather drastic, but we have the Cool Cat 6 that's going on right now. TJ, I
1: can't see it, but I did see that earlier today both the, the both the challenges, MJ and Cool Cat, tr- take a strong dip overnight. I'm not quite sure why, um, but I, I I have problems seeing what's going on in the screen right now. But what does it say?
0: Yeah, so the low ask is is at 129 right now.
1: Yeah, and it was at right it was cool it Cats. was
0: at 147.
1: I think that's right. This morning I saw 130.
2: I would imagine. I wonder too if people were just getting excited about the potential of like doing another challenge with hustle and show and and. Yeah. Just for really like, oh, okay, I'll get off this
1: to to buy that pack. I don't know. I mean, TJ, we've said from the beginning that we believe that these prices are going to keep going down for the cool cat. Oh, also, a lot of the moments for the that challenge may have been oh, in, in this these, pack, in these packs mm, as well. So market floods. Too. Same thing we say. Like, and that's what we we're saying from the beginning is we believe that these slash since they're all slash thirty five k's, there's no true bottleneck, uh, and more moments would keep going out. Those prices were just going to keep going down.
0: Yeah. That makes uh, sense. And to
2: go back to an earlier point, it did not stop me from spending forty bucks on that Bam Adebayo, though. <laughs> Bam's, but Bam's a fun player. Like you, he you're going to hold on to that
1: one. That's a that's a keeper.
2: That's true. That's true. That's the one. <laughs> that, I felt a lot better about that than purchasing DeAndre Jordan at whatever it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, th- these you know these minor cool cat ones are. I just can't. I just can't see them being worth it. I don't know. I mean, I, I I guess this one's different because it doesn't have those 15K bottlenecks like it did the last one. But what, what I did in Cool Cats 5 was I completed the challenge early on in the time window and then actually sold off all of my moments prior to getting the reward because i like TJ McConnell was at 100 bucks. And That's I was crazy. like, there's no way that. I'm ever getting a better value for a TJ McConnell than this hundred bucks. And same with the Jamichael Green. And then my I, I, my intention was to buy the Fred Van Vliet back, but then I failed like 10 transactions and got frustrated and yeah. still haven't gone back. But I I will eventually get the, the Van Vliet because I'm going for the master challenge.
2: The, the one thing I'll uh, say, though, about this one in particular, I do think – like two things. I think people are speculating that you're going to need to complete a challenge at some point, right. To be yeah. eligible to qualify for something. So I do like, I think that that's probably why we're seeing so many of them. And I do like that. It's all 35 K moments. Cause they were like, if, if we're hinting that you need to complete one, like let's, let's actually make it a common challenge where you don't have to drop like 350, 400 bucks for a moment. That's going to be worth $75, you know? Yeah. So I do like that.
1: TJ, what is the current count for how many completions for that Cool Cats? 7,088. Okay. So, I remember when we were on the Plunge Father stream, uh, they asked us to, like, you know, put us in the spot. I think it's a 10 to 12. When I put the revised challenge analysis at, I think I revised that to, like, 9 to 11 or something around that. Um, it's probably still gearing towards that. And I think a lot of it is, as Mike said, like, this is the cheapest challenge we've seen, and yeah. uh, people are maybe just accepting. Yeah, I'm going to take a loss of maybe a twenty, thirty dollar EV or whatever, but I'm getting a challenge under my belt. And uh, whether it's ballers at us, whether it's qualifications, whether it's just a cool thing to kind of do, um, hey, you know, I think that's probably driving a lot of the completions. But as we've said, I still think these prices were going to keep going down maybe, maybe at the very end, they go up a bit just because there are more buyers than people looking to sell because people have been selling all throughout. But for the most part, I think it's a downward trajectory with maybe a slight incline at the very end. Call it a check mark. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that, right.
0: that, that sounds about right to me. Also, this is a good time to plug that we added exports to the website. So oh yeah, you guys can see them here. You can download all of the challenge info and you'll get the, the full view of all these players' moments, like basically all the circulation data, etc., that comes in the full moments page. You'll also get the moments needed data together there, and you can also download an export of all of the transactions. So that is something that we uh, just kind of under the radar released earlier today. We'll probably, maybe we'll, we'll tweet about or something. I don't know. But for anyone that is looking to do more of your own in-depth analysis, you can now across pretty much every single page on our site, download a, a full export and get even more of the data. So there's that. Nice. Should we talk about MGLE 25 as well, Justin? Do you have any thoughts on that one? And also we will on Wednesday night, we will be doing more of the challenge deep dive as we always do. We like to give a little bit of a challenge, a little preview, a little taste, wet the whistle a little bit, but then you know the spreadsheets will come out in full force. On Wednesday <laughs> and the Hur Herz- the Herzig bottle do his thing
1: more officially yeah. there. And I mean one of the chal- challenges. Uh one of the things that we're seeing and that makes these kind of uh the valuations difficult is the liquidity of the market is drawing down prices for a lot of these post challenge moments. And what I mean by that is I think you can use the Luca and the step as an example for MGLE series two. Uh, the Steph. And so this was as of this morning was going for around 2,100, the Luca for around 1,900, um, across the site, those two players moments are almost equal in value. Occasionally one's higher than the other vice versa, but no real pattern. Uh, but in this case you have slack, you have 499 steps and 359, 350 or so of the Luca and the Lucas $200 cheaper. And, uh, the only thing I can say there is there's just more people that completed the challenge and now they did it. They did it just to be able to sell. And that just kept draw, driving and driving down that price. Uh, long term, there's no reason that a more scarce Luca in the same set as the staff should be significant, should be $200 cheaper or even really cheaper at all. And so long term, I have full confidence that that Luca will be more valuable than the staff. The problem is, will the Luca increase in price over that step over time? Or will the step draw down, drag down to where the Luca is? I'm not sure. Um, but across the board, like another example is the most recent MGLE, the um, one from previous one, going into the final day, going into it, the cheapest prices for MGLE two, S- S2s that were already in a challenge were $200. And as soon as that challenge ended, those moments were all selling all the way down to 160. like, And the players were not great, but they weren't the same quality as the other ones when the floor was 200. So why has the floor dropped 20% other than the people who were doing that challenge were doing it just to be able to sell afterwards and they're just drawing down the price and liquidity? And unfortunately, that, if anything, brought the entire market down um, when I think long-term, it kind of shows that like there is still long-term value in buying the moments. Now we've already seen when there's not the you know market activity of a challenge being placed. When there wasn't the market the the challenge, we saw that the floor them jelly was 200. The market of the challenge that brought that down to 160. So I personally believe that long-term that 200 is more indicative of the true value than what the challenge did to the market. And I think with the Lucas step with those. We're continuing to see some kind of trickiness there. And so like the current Obi-Wan, I kind of see it right now as like a little less than break even, a small loss. Um, but that's also when comping to current market dynamics. If when these happen, they end up dragging the entire market down, that may be something that we need to now start building into these projections, even though it's doesn't make sense. If we see enough of the data that's kind of the trends towards it it's something that's just got to be baked in and it's an unfortunate uh short-term consequence of these challenges
2: it, it's interesting too cuz i like when i was looking at the luka one specifically i i don't my assumption were the people going after those Luca moments were probably like oh Luca's going to Luca has crazy upside so if you're collecting like an mgle that's going to be at a 300 400 whatever it is and it's—I don't know. I, in my my mind, I thought most of the people going after it are like back pocketing that. Like I'm keeping this is a long term hold because the value is only going to go higher on this. Uh, and honestly, that almost got me into it because I, I was talking to somebody else about it and I was like, I might I might go after it because I when when am I going to have a chance to get a Luca that's this low? Um, and I get it a little bit more for like what you said for Obi Toppin. That's not really the the sexy star you're going for right now. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it's as. It's something to monitor, like if this is how it's going to be moving forward. But I, I was, I was stunned by the Luca price.
1: Right, right. It just comes down to, without a doubt, Luca is valued a lot better than the step right now. What happens long term for will dictate whether now what you believe will happen, whether or not it's worth buying Luca or the inverse. If you had a step, does it make sense to sell that step at this point? I personally believe that that Luca will settle to be worth more because I think we've seen outside of the challenge that staff was determined to be worth around the 2,000, 2,100. That hasn't changed. What did change is the market dynamics of the challenge. Post-challenge, sell-off, Luke, it goes down to 1,900, when in reality, according to market, we think long-term it should settle somewhere maybe 25 to 30%, maybe t- something around that higher than that stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Good stuff, gentlemen. I think it's time for the final segment of this evening. Producer Coop, if we could move to the weekly update or weekly pick 'em brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Check out Underdog, guys. You're going to love it. Use promo code OTM, three simple letters, three simple touches of the keyboard, over at Underdog, you can do NBA drafts on a nightly basis. You can, They have a, a ton of football stuff too for people that are into football. But check out the Underdog channel in the Own the Moment Discord. Our NBA analyst, Bach, is giving you all of his thoughts there in terms of how we can approach Underdog from an NBA perspective. And with that, we are going to first take a look at Last week's show, and take a look at the results. I took Joel Embiid. Justin took Paul George. Producer Coop took Steph Curry. And our guest from last week, John Boy Beats, took Anthony Davis. And I will tell you what, guys, yours truly is the winner. <laughs> I'm just going to cut right to the chase. I doubled down on my guy, Joel Embiid. And let's just, well, let's, let's see this, right? So uh, here I am. I'm on the OTM NFT website. I'm sorted by base set, series one. And look at this. Joel Embiid, 40% over the last seven days. So shout out to me. We're (laughs) on the first page here. Mike, I don't know if you saw, but I, I took Joel Embiid the first time and just took an absolute bath. He was like minus 30%. I was in dead last. And I was like, you know what? I have faith in my guy. I have faith in... The Philly sports vibes, the number two in the MVP race, and so I doubled down, and look at that, I like it paid it. off, and we are now at a total score of myself one, Justin one, producer cube zero, and the guest zero. So Mike, you got to get the guests on the board here, <laughs> I and I feel good.
1: That, it was a great example of buying the dip, without a doubt. Embiid was one of, like the top, you know, fifteen or so bottom movers, and nothing about him really changed. There was no reason he should have dropped that much. It just kind of happened, and kind of as we said on the show, it was probably just some people wanted to sell, so they sold, and they kind of kept going lower. Um, and it makes sense that it kind of settled there. How did the rest of the people do though? Because I think yeah, everyone was, did well. Everyone was did This a good well. way to show the market.
0: Yeah. So your Paul George right here was up twenty-seven percent. Let's see where the Anthony Davis is. Anthony Davis. Uh, yep. This is the Anthony Davis that John Boy went with. So 22%. And then we had Steph Curry from Producer Coop, which I think we also just saw him. Yeah, Steph came in at at 33%. So solid around the board. And this game is a lot more fun when it's who gained the most and not who lost the least. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. (laughs) And that brings us to this week. So we're going to go through each of our picks. We're going to start with Producer Coop. Tobias Harris is his pick of the week. And let's see what producer Coop said. He said, "Sixers need some activity down the stretch here. They have eight games left. If they're going to be a contender, Tobias needs to pick up his shit." Expletive, producer <laughs> Coop, how dare you? I'm like Ron Burgundy. I just read whatever I see. I think Mike. I, I did not mean to steal that joke from you. But I know you no. actually made that same joke, and I just well, it. At least,
2: thing. at least you said shit, and not what yeah. I said. So yeah, that, that is dropped, I, dropped a C bomb at 9:30 in the morning.
0: Oh uh, what an idiot. Like I just <laughs> Yeah, that's tough. That's a idiot. tough one. So producer Coop, Tobias Harris coming in at a low ask of 119. Justin, we're gonna kick it to you next for your pick.
1: Hi. Um I went with John Collins, right? I think I finalized on that. You did. Yeah, okay. Uh so I think John Collins here is a great value here from I think it was at 109 when I was initially looking at it. Um three games this week, and so they're sitting kind of in a big, uh, I think they're right outside, like a game ahead of those play-ins. And so Hawks in general are making a strong push here. I think when you have the combination of Atrey and John Collins having the ability to kind of make moves in the playoffs, I will say this is probably, this is also a bit of a uh, one-month-plus hold, because I do think there's going to be some strong just, um, you know, additional attention. You're actually going to see he's still putting up his 20 points a game but just not really doing it in the national uh, limelight, uh, national spotlight. Um, and so this week, he's also got a big game against the Suns, uh, two other games that I think they can definitely pull off. And I think we're just going to see um, some big opportunity for him. And okay, this is definitely more of a kind of month one, but I think right now is where, hey, his value is too low at $109. He should be higher in that kind of high 100 amount. And I think uh, as the playoffs roll in and we start kind of progressing towards, this is an opportunity to kind of get in, before the rest of the kind of uh, you know um, popularity
0: hits them. love it. A lot of chatter in the chat here about Mike going to mm. yeah, Washington. Uh. <laughs> That's in <laughs> here. You know what, guys? I'm going to go with PJ. Oh, hell yes! <laughs> Out of respect for our special guest here, plus I've been watching the show. I've been looking the game logs. PJ's been playing some solid minutes. He's been playing some some good basketball here. You know, he's going to get the mic on the OTM show bump clearly. <laughs> That's obviously a very real bump that we are going here, but I mean, I just had to had to do it. I was going. I think he was he was up like 15 to 20% range this week, so not not a big loser, but wasn't uh, you know, I think he's got some room, room to roam here. So, Mike your guy, PJ Washington had to had to do it.
2: You know, it started for like some background, this started as more of a frustration at how people were valuing or evaluating like Series Two 4K rookies, and I was like, "Why are we freaking out over these guys, but we're not freaking out over Series One rookies who we've seen play? Like, we know what PJ's gonna do." And but now it's turned out to like I'm sweating his box score, even if I'm not playing him in DFS. I'm like, "Oh man, he got two fouls early." Like it's. It's sick. I'm going to have to answer to this tomorrow morning yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, he was like 400 bucks when I was pumping him. So it's, it's been a bunch
0: of L's. <laughs> All right. And then Mike, we're going to kick it over to you. You actually, you, you picked an, an OTM favorite, my friend. Yeah. Today. I
2: picked a big one today. So, Jokic what's he at 1375. We like that. Cause I think it was at 14 something today, earlier today. I, so this was, this is my, this is my background for, for today's pick. Cause I saw they got four games this week. They have the Lakers tonight and then they've got the jazz later on in the week. So like two big games, he owns Rudy Gobert. The Lakers are sitting people. Uh, I, I, I feel like they're going to have a positive week. We're going to be reminded on national TV that Jokic is going to be the MVP. The Nuggets are fun. They're just a fun team to watch. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that gives them the bump. Although looking at, I have uh, looking at all the other moments, seeing them at 164, 109, and 119, and then seeing the 1375. I've got extra work to do. I
1: feel like to get that up there
2: percentage wise
1: that's fair um and i will say like it's interesting the nuggets we're almost seeing like the bill simmons patrick ewing theory like with murray going down and just kpj has just absolutely shined turned into a stud for that team they have looked fantastic i mean the past week or two um not obviously for this game i, mean, I obviously love joker and stuff and uh not for this week or anything but uh kpj like his prices have gone up a little But uh, I still think there's some great value there for the noise that they can make in the playoffs. And if they do, KPJ is going to be putting up mad points. Um, That's someone just uh, as another just someone to keep an eye on. Or if you're trying to kind of uh, find some S1, uh, you know, a little more expensive because it's a rookie and stuff. Great pick.
2: Yeah, that's I actually I made a move on him this week. Finally, I had been talking about him for like three months. And then I think ye- yesterday maybe made a move on Michael Porter Jr. I think he's my favorite player in the league right now. Like, I just I don't know. No one can guard him. He's he's huge and he shoots. It's so fun. He's so fun to
0: watch. And yeah, M- Mike, the, the chat, they're saying. So for the record, Ryan, <laughs> Mike did say to me before the show that he he wanted to pick MPJ. But no. he he didn't want to overly pump his bags. Yeah, so we <laughs> appreciate Mike for that. But uh, your, your your following definitely knows the the guys you like because it's, <laughs> nice
2: it's it's <laughs> the
0: same it's the same story every day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, hey, I'll tell you what—I've got myself a hustle and show pack, and Let's go. I kind of want to open it. Like it just feels like the right thing to do. <laughs> Oh, I get it. and it's always the best way i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna have to sign off um you can so do that i'll let you guys open it up best of luck on this i hope you pick up someone who uh you know actually has some name brand um other than that uh yeah i think i will i've got it back inside head on over after this to club top shot i think i'll be joining on that for a little and uh i'll see you all in the chat and on wednesday sounds
0: good, sounds good. catch see you me. later
1: uh, Mike, I forgot to give you shit. Uh, Overset oh. said uh, you two were on an improv class together, and uh, he made more people laugh than you. No, this is not a.
2: That is not a chance. not. A, I mean, it's true we were on a team together. It is. I mean, but come on. Isaac. I mean, you. You speaks for itself. All right. So I. I might not have an alter ego that can wear. That can pull off tank tops in the way that that man can. Uh, but but hey, we can
1: still bring it. All right, we can still bring it. <laughs> I love it. Bye. I will catch you all later awesome. later,
0: chat. Have a great night. And uh, thanks for coming out, Mike. We'll chat again, Yeah, that. of course. See you, Justin. All right, Mike. Let's take let's take this home. Let's do it. We don't need Justin to open a pack.
2: Also, we- shut up, producer Coop, just like seamlessly moving the moving the oh, images around We're down to two, and he's just ready for it. I
0: love it. He he's the best in the biz behind there, just yeah. grinding away. All righty. Hustle and show. So, so let's hold on. Let's see. Who, who, are we? who do we want of the hustle and show moments? Is it Rudy? Like, I think it's probably Rudy, right? Well, let's see.
2: I mean, it, maybe Marcus Smart gets a bump after slapping Nurkic in the testicles last night and getting thrown out of the game. I don't know. Does, does that get a bump? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so price-wise, oh, wow. So I guess the, the badges... Oh, the rookies are there's your there's your rookie badge frustration as to why these guys are worth more than Rudy Gobert but oh wait I'm not I realize I'm sharing the chrome pad but RJ Hampton and Sadiq Bay are currently the two most expensive all right I'm in on Sadiq Bay. I like I mean I like you know what I think I think I'm gonna be happy with whatever one of these guys we got all right yeah. let's let's do it up chat here we go
2: here we go Oh, it's five. I forgot it was five moments too. See, I just I, wait. Why well, am I mean? I'm. Oh, this is okay.
0: That's why. Ooh, ooh, this was. This I was, was I muted. Really I didn't mess it net. up. There we go.
1: Oh, all right.
0: Ooh. Music. I keep tripping, but the chat's gonna yell at me
2: to turn it to, to the music. Right. No, that's all right. Let, Let it rock. Let rock. it. I guess we can't tell which ones
0: are hustling. We just gotta go with it. Sweat, yeah. oh, Sweat. Which Which Mike? Well, this is fire. Uh, I think we. Right in the middle, right? Right, smack dab in the middle
2: of the top. I feel like I'm slamming now, too. Rudy, right at the top. Rudy, right off the top. There it is. This is the famous double That's block, too, right? Boom. Two blocks in one. Right on Zeller. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they're starting PJs, small ball five, man. There
0: it is. 3,800, not terrible, not terrible. we'll take it still so kind of base sweat, sweat, we got to go along sweat, with
2: it. Ooh, some magic. The There's a for <laughs> some badges. That's a
1: good trying pull. To
2: to a new yeah, i I like that little Three
0: badges? Okay. Absolutely. We'll take that. We'll take that. Celtics. I don't stop until I break a sweat. Another rookie. Ooh, Another rookie. I keep dripping wow. hitting with finesse. This is a ooh, nice pack. Ooh, this is wet. nice. Yeah, this is I'm happy with this pack. Ooh, this is a
2: dub. Like wow. Ooh, all right. Ooh, I think this is a game winner, too. Ooh, a lot I keep of badges. Keep tripping, him with a lot of game winners. Buzz would be everything. All right, here we go. Not a great cereal now. Like that's all right. We just take the badges. Kings. Sweat. Sweat. Oh, this is a stick moment.
0: Himself. Yeah. This is a sick moment though. Sweat. I mean, Sweat. Game winner. Sweat. Or at least a buzzer beater, I guess. Yeah, no, that's a game that's winner. Legit. game winner. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's hype. That is. The challenge channel in the Discord would be losing their mind right now. That's, that's gonna be the challenge they say. <laughs> there it is, yeah. That that's the the game the, winner. The theorist, the tinfoil hats, love that one. Yep. Alright, here we go. Final one. Solid pack so far.
2: Here we go. Ooh, Brooklyn.
0: James Harden, what is this? This is a phenomenal pass. This is incredible. Oh, oh look at well, that behind um, the back, dude. Wow. <laughs> Love that. Well, that's a pretty...
2: <laughs> I just saw Brandon Kaiser's chat. Uh, my three-year-old and five-year-old are running around the house yelling wet and sweat. Good <laughs> Yeah. A plus, A plus, Brandon. Yeah, that's a good pack. That's a great pack. Wow, that's because that's gotta a be, be the pack most. has gotta be the most expensive hustle and show, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's gonna. I mean, it's definitely the best player.
2: Yeah, ever.
0: I would think it is. And then you get
2: a Harden, a couple rookies, one being their first moment. Yeah, this is a,
0: a great pack. Yeah, this is a good. It's a good pull. Good vibes. Yeah. Good vibes. Awesome, man. Well, hey. Anything that you want to leave the people with as we close out the show? Well, I mean... All your stuff, man. Yeah. I know well, a like- lot of the people in the chat here are already your, your loyalists, but for the people listening afterwards and all that, let them know where they can find you.
2: Yeah, definitely. So we're, uh yeah, as you said earlier, we rebranded to Team Hold because we started talking about some baseball stuff. But we, yeah, you can find us all, uh, on Twitter at Team Hold NFT. Uh, at Yeah, at Team Hold NFT. And then you can also find us on YouTube just at Team Hold but we do. We do the morning show Monday through Friday, usually at 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, we do a couple of couple of shows throughout the week, uh, mostly Top Shot focused, but we're doing some baseball stuff. <laughs> I, I don't. I even dabbled around with the WPT drop last night, which the World Poker Tour. Won. Oh yeah, I heard you you say that. It was a disaster. You it said, was right? a dumpster fire. Yeah, it lasted like three seconds, and then they shut it down. It was bad. And it, the only, I mean, it probably was fine. It was just midnight my time, and I was furious that I. Furious that I even allowed myself to think that it was a good idea, and then to stay up and it not work, I just lost my mind. But anyways, yeah, we do. uh, We talk about a little bit of a little bit of everything. We have a lot of fun, um, and we use a lot of your resources. So shout out on the moment for, (laughs) appreciate letting us uh, screen share while we're doing it.
0: (laughs) Good deal. But yeah, we have fun. Follow
2: us on Twitter, YouTube, and we've got a Discord too. And if you find us on YouTube, you can see all the information to to find us.
0: Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, definitely check out Mike's stuff. I I seriously listen to it every single day. Don't always get to do it live, but like you said, I mean, I, I related to where you were like the people rely on you for the basketball info. I, I don't cool. honestly watch a ton of basketball right now, but I I enjoy your updates. And you know, I I'm most I mostly care about basketball through a top shot lens. So yeah, it's the perfect mix of like and especially as we get into playoffs, like I'm definitely gonna start to follow yeah. basketball. More and more, but yeah, feel like and- watching your shows gives me a good idea of, of what the heck's going on in the league. Thanks, man. And I'll
2: say too, like if for the, the chat is always really sharp and because I'm doing the show by myself, I'm relying pretty heavily on the chat. There's a lot of like banter and back and forth, usually positive, uh, but it's a, it is a lot of fun. And uh it, it is, it's like, I cause I don't think I'm an expert. I love basketball. I'm very new to this NFT stuff, but I love breaking down basketball. And so to do it with this like top shot lens has been a lot of fun. So, um, so if you're new to it, yeah, just like come hang. It's a it's a fun hang. That's what I would say. Love it.
0: All right, everyone. Thanks for for spending this early evening with us. As Justin said, you can check out. I believe the club Top Shot guys are going to be live at some point, coming to you directly from Miami. Justin may or may not be hopping on with them at some point tonight, and then we will be back on Wednesday, back to our normal. Eastern time. Justin and I doing more of a strategy breakdown. We'll dive deeper into the challenges as they come up on the expiration on Thursday. We'll have a better feel for the hustle and show challenge at that point as well. And who knows? I'm sure we'll get some sort of news over the next two days that that will flip things on its head as it always seems to happen in the Top Shot world. So thanks again on behalf of Justin, on behalf of Mike. And of course, on behalf of Producer Coop Behind the Scenes, I am TJ Lasik, and we will see you guys next time.